Hey guys, welcome back. It's been a very, very, very long time. Actually, no. It's been, if I didn't put up this episode, it wouldn't be two weeks, but we are about two weeks. If you guys hear any rustling around, I am folding laundry. A mom's gotta do what a mom's gotta do. So, ew, it's definitely fucking dirty. Okay. <laughs> Excuse my language. But, oh my goodness. Oh, see, that's why I like hate the daycare. I'm not sure if this is dirty or not, but it has to be dirty. Anyways, long time no talk. I have some catching up to do with you guys. So, I shouldn't be sniffing this laundry, you guys, but to be honest, I have so much clean laundry. I don't know what's clean and what's dirty at the moment. I'm counting that as dirty. I don't, I don't know what's going on. But anyways, so yeah, so that's what I'm doing. I'm folding laundry. I'm pretty tired, but you know, hey, we gotta put some nighttime content up, you know what I mean? You guys are so adorable. So anyways, yes, it's been a while. Last time I dropped my episode, that was a little bit serious. I hope you guys liked it. I hope you guys did some positive self-reflection. I hope I didn't come across as negative by any means. I remember running it by Juan and she was all like, it kind of sounds like you are singling people out. And I was like, okay, well, I'm not singling people out. I can just see how people can be offended because of the trauma bonding from things that went on inside of their life. That's the only way they know how to deal with those things. But anyways, disregard any of that. I thought it was very fun. I'm glad I got to open my mind to you guys. I love all of the feedback that you guys have given me. And I can't wait to grow more episodes from that. It's really just, I don't know, it was really ground, groundbreaking for me, personally. And I hope you guys can feel that way too. But anyways, it has been a week so far, to say the least. Juan has been picking at an ingrown toenail for about two weeks now. And he had to like go get it like cut open. And so... Finding a doctor was actually kind of complicated with his insurance. Only two people in this whole, two doctors in this whole area were able to take his insurance. Well, probably in Brownsville, Texas. I don't know how much recon he did on trying to find a doctor. I was literally doing most of it while trying to find somebody to clean out the septic tanks here. That was literally miserable. 3T, what the heck? I don't know who wears 3T. Oh, it's a bunch of my nephew stuff, but... Anyways, so yeah, our septic tanks got full Monday night and everything came up. It was freaking terrible, you guys. One of the worst things ever, one of the worst smells ever. I remember I heard the toilet, it was like gurgling, like grrr, And I was like, oh my god, don't tell me what's next. And sure enough, the water came up. But lucky we got that all squared away. That was quite a day. And then we got somebody and they came to fill it up, took it out both of the septic tanks and when they did that um the water came up again <laughs> that freaking sucked really really bad but hey you know you win some you lose some and then so the night the plumbing wasn't working right and of course Augustine decides to freaking throw up in this freaking sheet so I had them like towards the side and it was just so freaking disgusting you guys it was it's been a week but honestly I haven't I wouldn't say the old me I would say the, my expected feelings just from the plumbing alone. I mean, like I, I mentioned, I, 
Okay, so I, well, I, this is my second time recording this, but, or just this intro, I guess. I'm just gonna talk with this, you guys, but I was definitely overstimulated this whole entire week. That's why I decided to make a podcast instead of listen to music while I'm folding clothes because I just can't right now. I can't <laughs> listen to music. I actually made a TikTok about it. I don't like to, uh, I kind of like to make TikToks. That is what that is, but. Back to the overstimulation thing. The plumbing alone overstimul would normally overstimulate me so much where I would either start kind of spiraling down or kind of just starting to see things negatively, but something was different this week. And I'm not sure if it's just getting back into the routine after COVID, because I do thrive off of a routine. So I'm not sure if it's that or really this podcast is... They're more therapeutic than I think. I give it credit that it's therapeutic, but maybe it's more therapeutic than I think. So, there's that also. But hey, that is just another self-reflection. Anyway, so, we got all that fixed. Everything's back to normal now. And that's really it with that. I'm just kind of hanging around, doing my thing, catching up on some laundry. Because I know if I don't catch up on this, I'm going to have to do it tomorrow. Oh my goodness, tomorrow, guys, I have a free mom day. Uh, The kids are going to go to daycare, and I'm just going to do my thing. I'm probably going to go Target. I said I wasn't going to spend money, but I might. I do want to look in the dollar section. Ooh, yes, another jacket. Oh my goodness, guys, I never understood why parents are like, I lost my kid's jacket. Like, (laughs) the daycare is literally so small. Like, it's probably the size of maybe like a two-bedroom, one-bath. No, like a three-bedroom, two-bath house. And I've already lost jackets. I mean, they give them back to me, but I'm like, oh my god, yes, you're right, you're right. So, I completely understand now. <laughs> it's funny, the things you get older and the things you start to understand more are just, well, it's a good outlook. You know what I mean? But anyways, how have you guys been? Take a second while you're listening to me. Ramble on and fold some clothes. How has your mental health been, um? Does your partner understand? Are your kids comprehending with you? Are you feeling good about the new year? Are you still reaching all of your goals that you had planned, short-term or long-term? And if you're not, it's okay. There's always tomorrow. And that's that's the blessing that I have. Or I find out that I have every morning. So, there's always tomorrow, you guys. Just like this laundry. The laundry's always going to be there, but, you know... Seeing the kids grow is not gonna not gonna be there that so much. Speaking of kids grow, if you guys don't have me on Facebook, Augustine took two steps. He took one he took two single steps, like at different times. I almost cried the first time. Not gonna lie, but I'm super glad that I got to experience that. With them being in daycare and of course him being around other children, I honestly expected him to learn how to walk there. And I was going to miss it, and I wasn't mentally prepared. I already told the daycare. I was like, if he walks, do not tell me. Do not tell me. I will see it on his, I'll see it on my own, and that will be the first time he walks. But he hasn't done it there, so I got to see him walk for the first time. Fuck, man, guys. There's diapers everywhere when you have kids. I honestly, like I said, I'm just rambling on, you guys, but... I honestly should have invested in a diaper genie, especially with two kids. I'm always tempted still to go get one on Marketplace right now because literally I'm just like changing diapers and gotta go. 
That's literally my life. <coughs> but that's that. Oh my goodness, I hate that. Anyway, so yes, he did take his first step. I am very, I'm a very happy mama. My babies are growing super fast right before my eyes. He's, like I said before, he is talking, so that's so cool to see. But that's it. So we got overstimulation. We got walking. We got Juan's ingrown toenail. Dude, he was picking out that thing forever. It was so gross. We got Juan's ingrown toenail. We got getting back to work and my heart mm, smells clean I think that's clean my heart goes out to all the families right now who are dealing with COVID that really does suck and the fear that's inside of it whether you whatever thoughts you have on COVID I'm really really sorry if any of your family gets sick and I pray that you guys heal very quickly and it's it's just it's crazy how fast it's spreading not that it hasn't spread fast before but I guess with this Omicron is that how you say it it's just going a lot faster. But, anyways. So, we had the kids this past weekend. And I kind of I want to bring something up and then we'll kind of go into this other topic of different things that I see when I'm at work at the airport. So, anyways. So, the kids, they went to Chick-fil-A and, well, sometimes Chick-fil-A will ask me, like, if I want to do, what is it, the three and under toy, I think. They'll ask me sometimes if I want to do it. I won't ever specify because they don't care. Even if it, you know, that right now they just don't care. And so I opened it up and it talked about, like, questions that you can ask at the dinner table. And that's so funny because I, I'm a talker, obviously, duh, here I am on a podcast. But I, oh, well, whenever my parents were there together, whether whether it was just my dad or just my mom, we would talk at the table, and we'd talk about different things, we'd talk about how our day went, it was never like, hey, how's your day going, it was kind of just like, you just jumped into a conversation, and I respected that, but that was something, um, so anyway, so I seen the card, and the card said, sorry, I moved the mic, ooh, I got a burp. So the, the toy from the Chick-fil-A meal was questions, like to ask each other at the dinner table. And I was like, oh my goodness, this is awesome. There's so many times that we've sat at the dinner table. Look, there's one work shirt that he has to wear for work that's not in the washer. Anyways, there's plenty of times we're at the dinner table and the big kids are like, oh, what do we do now? Turn on the TV. And they zone out to the TV and Juan and I are just talking away and... I try to engage them with conversation. I want to learn, like, what their favorite things are nowadays, or this, this, and that. But they honestly are really, really engaged to the TV, so it's not a big priority. I mean, I get a good five minutes out of them, but it kind of just, it can kind of fade really quickly because the TV's on, and then I turn it off, and, like, it becomes hostile. Like, dang, Kim's trying to ruin dinner and not let me watch TV, but they come from a place where there's no really real conversation going on so for them oh my god they literally have Elmo so loud I'm sorry if you guys can hear that right now I guess Juan is hired Elmo to babysit the kids while folding the laundry dads will be dads right so anyways they don't really engage in too much conversation and that kind of bums me out but hey you know it is what it is everybody's raised differently 
I love to talk. They probably think I'm absolutely psycho, and hey, I give them that. But, so yeah, it was just, I'm rambling on. It was questions, and I'm not sure if you guys remember, was it on ABC Family or was it on Nickelodeon? Where they would be like, where they would say, dinner, family dinners around the table or conversations around the table give this percentage to keep their kids out of, like, violence and gang violence and things like that. And I would sit and watch it and I'd be like, you know what, I talk with my family, I'm not going to be in a gang. <laughs> and, um, I wasn't in a gang. <laughs> but, I don't know, maybe that was one of the things that just kind of made my own conversation skills kind of build up, but... Yeah, I was like, hey, you know, that's a good point. It's nice to go around. And when quarantine first happened, because they would come to see, when we lived in Central Texas, they would come see us for the breaks. And when quarantine happened, we just ended up, well, spring break, and then after that quarantine happened, they ended up just staying with us. So when they stayed with us, um, what am I getting at? So when, oh, never mind. So when they stayed with us, we would have conversations. And I'd be like, hey, what was the best part of your day and what was the lowest part of your day? High, low. I got that from a YouTube family named Sam and Nia. I discovered Sam and Nia when they went viral on the internet. It was like, I think the caption of the video was, husband tells wife she's pregnant. And I was like, what the hell? What's, what does this have to be about? So anyway, so I clicked it. And Sam, Nia, the wife, and Sam, the husband, Sam was curious. He was all like, because Nia said that she thought she was pregnant, and they had already had two babies. Or maybe one. No, it was definitely two, because it was Abram and Symphony. I love this family, by the way, after this video. So, I watched it. I had to be maybe 18 or 19. And I watched it, and I was like, what the heck? I was, like, tripped out. So, Sam, Nia was all like, hey, I think I'm pregnant, and she was waiting to test. And Sam wanted to know... So he was, he's a registered nurse, and he was at the time working at a hospital. He, she didn't flush the toilet at night because she didn't want want to wake the babies up. At that point in time, I wasn't a mom, so I didn't even understand, but now I get it. I won't even do that halfway across the house. It sounds nasty to some, but hell no. Anything that's going to wake the babies up, absolutely not. So he takes the dropper, and he puts it on, he grabs the urine from the toilet, and puts it on the pregnancy test, and it's positive. And so he goes and tells her, and everybody's legit in disbelief of this family. They're like, you're absolutely crazy for doing it. Well, that smells like smoke. Nobody smokes here. And, sorry, I smell the laundry. I just want to make sure I'm doing quality checks. And so she was like, he said, you're pregnant. She's like, what? What do you mean? He's like, yeah, I took your pee out of the toilet. Sounds absolutely insane, but hey, that's what they grabbed me. And if you guys didn't know, because I didn't know they did this, but they did like a frozen lips, lip sinking, and that's how they went viral, apparently. So anyways, I had been following that family ever since, and shortly after, they had a miscarriage, and that was, I want to say maybe a year or two after I had my miscarriage, so I definitely kind of like found a lot of comfort in it, because this married couple with children, and they're very, uh, like, Christ-surrounding family. I was like, hey, wow, they're, you know, they're doing this online, and they're being very open about it, and, like, crisis surrounding their relationship, and this, this, and that. I really like this family, so it definitely had me cope with my miscarriage at that point in time. I had miscarried when I was 17, and like I said, I want to say I found them when I was 17 or 19. I mean, 18 or 19. But anyways, 
So that's how I found them. And so they would do high lows at dinner time. They'd be like, hey, what was the best part? What was the highest part of your day? And what was the lowest part of your day? And that's always a good conversation. I still do that to this day when I'm at work. When I talk to people, I'm like, hey, so what was the best part of your trip? And what was the worst part of your trip? It's just good conversation. You learn things. The person who you're asking that, they reflect. And it's just all around a good conversation. So I like to do that. So, yeah, that's who I got it from. I think they still do it to this day. And it's just so cute because the kids start getting older and they start to talk. So that's something that I look forward to and I try to do that. So if you're ever around your dinner table and you're just kind of like stuck on what to talk to, like, oh, I can't relate to my kids, ask them. If they can talk and if they can respond, ask them. Let that be the top of your table conversation, you know? Do like a quick little update and as soon as you see like the conversation start to dip a little bit, be like, hey, what was the best and worst part of your day? And just go around the table and everybody will get to reflect and everybody will get to interact with each other and... I don't know. I always think that's just really, really fun. I think it's good to know your kids and the personal side of your kids. Because there's a side of your kids where... There's a side of your kids that want to... What's the word for it? They want to... I'm not going to put this clothes away tonight, guys. (laughs) There's a lot of clothes. There's a... Where they want to... I don't want to say respect. Uh, I can't think of it. I bet you guys are like, God, dude, you're really fucking dumb. You really need to go college, chick. But, God, what is it? They want their parents to be proud of that. They're, they want approval from their parents. That's what it is, I guess. Yes, yeah, so that's what it is. I, I feel a sense of, like, relaxation after I said that. Yeah, they want approval from their parents. So, they're only going to talk about certain things. And then it's going to get to the point where they're like, you know what? I don't even like talking about that. Even when I'm looking for approval from my parents, they're not giving it to me. They don't understand me and this, this, and that. So, I can only imagine in teenage years how hard it can be. Don't get me wrong, guys. But I think the skills that I pick up throughout life and the social skills and the things that you can pull from children just from observing them, I do take that very serious. So, I think, you know, this is kind of like that thing that's been going around on Facebook where it's like, if you don't have kids, don't tell parents what to do. And some people feel really strongly about that. But, yeah, I don't know. I I don't know how I'm going to be when my children are teenagers. I do not know how. I'm a very free-flowing parent. Not like I let my kids do whatever they want kind of parent, but the parent where I'm just like, hey, you know, if you have tips, give me the tips. Like, I need all the tips right now. I need all the help that I can get. That's what kind of parent I am. So, yeah. I don't know how much, but, like, it'd be, you know, it's just something that I always keep in, keep up with an interaction with your children. You never know what's going on. Hey, and it's, and it's gonna keep them out of gangs. I'm pretty sure Nick and Knight said, Nick and, did Nick at Night say that? Or Nickelodeon when they would do, like, the Play 360 when they would, like, talk about those things? I'm pretty sure that's where I got that from. Um, here's Sylvia, you guys. Hi, Sylvia. Can you say Hi. You have poop? No. No? You don't have poop. I trusted you. I mean, I didn't trust you. Hey, come here. Um, Sylvia says no with an M. Coke. You want Coke? Okay, go give your Coke to Dad. Tell Dad he needs to clean your cup. Say clean. Say clean my cup. Clean my cup. Say yes, ma'am. Okay, go. 
It's so adorable, guys. I'm trying to teach you how to do ASMR. Oh my goodness, guys. I have to update you, too. I just found this little um, daily report from the daycare from Augustine, and I literally bawled my eyes out. Um, so they have I need on there, like for diapers, wipes, diaper rash cream, certain things. Like extra pair of clothes if they get their clothes dirty. And then this, it kind of just like re reassures them that I'm reading the daily report that they're writing for my kids. And it said, I need sleeping mat. <laughs> oh my god, that made me so sad. He's still sleeping in the cribs at the daycare. And I'm not ready for him to be on a sleeping mat. What the hell, you guys? I'm not ready at all. My brain can't even process that. I feel like I had Sylvia not grow up so fast, but I thought her thought of her as such, like, an older baby. Like, when she was one, like, I was already, like, doing punishments with her. I know that's very controversial, but... I was already, like, enforcing no. I was already enforcing, like, getting things taken away. I was already doing things like that. And now that I see Augustine hit that age, I'm just like, gosh, they are still babies. Like, what the heck? So seeing that, I'm just like, he's a baby. And, like, around this time, probably I was already kind of thinking about daycares. Augustine had only been two months or a month, barely. So I wasn't ready yet, but, like, just going back a year I was I would have been like oh wow look she's on a sleeping mat and now Augustine I'm like no don't put him on one he he can't even sleep on a bed guys I try to co-sleep with him and he still rolls everywhere he is so attached to that crib which is a good thing but every now and then I just want to snuggle him and he's so attached to that crib he's a terrible co-sleeper but yeah so um yeah talk to your kids that's all that's what I got from there, and I hope you guys can pull that from that, and so let's go into another topic. So I have, so like I mentioned before, I'm a bartender at the airport, and I meet all different types of walks of life, and so there was this girl, she came up to me, and she orders a double jack and coke, I give it to her, and she has a little toddler with her. I'm going to tell you guys the story the way I would tell one, so kind of keep up with me. There's going to be, ah, just keep up, guys. <laughs> so she orders a double Jack and Coke. I give it to her, and she has this little baby. I, I honestly couldn't tell if it was a boy or girl. And I'm like, oh, how old's your baby? She's like, 20 months. I'm like, oh, okay, cute. And then so I just let her do her thing, and it's really slow at my airport. So it was kind of just running around everywhere there before TSA. And... The baby was just doing its thing, and I was like, girl, like, don't worry about it, this, this, and that. So I went over there. It was slow, so I walked from out from behind the bar, and I was just like, hi. And then I was talking, the baby's name was Penny. I was talking to her. I was like, oh, like, how do you do it? I was like, do you enjoy being a mom? This, is and that. She's like, yeah, I do. This is crazy. I'm like, yeah, I have a two and a one-year-old, so <laughs> it's really hard. I completely understand. And then traveling, how do you even dare do that? She was like, oh, I know, it's so hard. She was like, I'm on vacation with my parents. And my mom, like, doesn't even help me. And I'm like, oh, girl, you are preaching to the choir. And, no, my parent, my mom helps me when, when and where she can. I'll give her that. But I was like, yeah, I know that can be hard because everybody wants a vacation. You're over here super stressed out. She's like, yeah. So I asked her, so how was, you know, having the baby during the pandemic and, being having your baby and then all of a sudden the pandemic hit and this this and that and she because well she had to have give birth right when the pandemic happened because sylvia the pandemic happened three months after sylvia and sylvia's 24 months and the baby was 20 months 
so anyways, I did the math in my head, and she, and I, she was like, well, he's not mine. I'm uh, doing foster care. And I'm like, oh, well, that's really awesome. Like, and she's, she's like, yeah, I'm doing foster care. And then I'm like, oh, okay, so is it, like, permanent? She's like, yeah, it's permanent. And I'm like, oh, okay. Not while I'm yelling. Not me getting PTSD. <laughs> Not from one, but like yelling, yelling in general. But, so, so yeah. I think they're coming my way. No, Sylvia's coming my way. So, permanent foster care. Here comes Sylvia. Hi, mommy. What's what happened? Who got in trouble? You or Danny? <laughs> You want to sit down? You want to be on the podcast? Say hi. Hi. Say, me amo Sylvia. Yeah. Sylvia. Say Sylvia. Yeah. Okay. Mommy's going to talk about the little baby at work, okay? Mm-hmm. Say yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Okay, bye. Anyways, so, yeah, so she said, and I was like, oh, my goodness, so how does that work? She goes, well, the baby's actually my brother's kid, and my brother's just really bad on drugs, so I'm in the process of adopting the kid and I was like oh my goodness she said it's only been six months and I'm like what the heck like she didn't even get the gradual effect in the to like the baby being a toddler she just like got thrown right into the toddler phase and I was like oh my god girl bless your heart so like we're talking and then I people end up coming and then I have stuff to do and so I'm talking and she kind of was a little zoned out and I just gave her, like, a regular, like, Jack and Coke. This place is really strict, so I don't really go over my measurements. And I'm like, oh, sis, like, what? Um, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, I love TikTok. What? What? So. Here, go get Dad. Go get Dean. Are you ready to take a bath? No, no, no. Mommy's talking. No blippy. So, look. Go get the ear. So, I'm like, oh, what's going on, sis? And I'm just, like, kind of observing. And then, so, my manager is like, hey, did someone leave her card? And I thought, she left her card. So, I give it back to her. And she's like, no, I need another drink. And I'm like, I don't think you need another drink. And that, like, I didn't tell her that, but that's what I said in my head. And so, one of the ladies from the American Airlines comes up to her and it's like, ma'am, you left your luggage over here. And she's like, oh my goodness. They're like, they're like, we've been calling you. Honestly, they weren't calling her. I think they used the wrong, like, um, like, speaker or whatever it's called in the airport. Because usually I hear things like that. And I don't remember hearing anything like that. So she goes, oh no. And she looked dazed, you guys. And I was like, oh my goodness, what's this girl doing? I'm like thinking about the baby. So she gets the baby and then she goes over there and she comes back and then... The flight attendant lady comes back, and she's like, ma'am, your phone. And I'm like, oh, shoot. Like, I wonder if she's on something. I wonder what's going on right now. Sylvia, do not play in the toilet. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. And now, like, I'm starting to think about the baby. So then time goes on. And honestly, you guys, I'm not too sure. And I did give her the other drink, but I only gave her a single, like, half of a single. I'm not even going to lie. So, and I'm like, I'm freaking out at this point, you guys. And, um... I'm just like, oh gosh, I'm thinking about the baby, I'm thinking about the baby. Your son's done. He is? Yes. What did he do? He's freaking just making a mess. 
Alright guys, I'm back. The kids are based, kids are sane. You'll probably still hear them in the background whining or crying here and there, but that's life, you guys. So let's get back right into it. Um so yeah, so I saw the mom at the airport. She had the baby Penny with her. Uh Penny was getting adopted by the mother. I can't think of the mother's name. I feel like doing one of those TikTok videos where it's all like TikTok do your thing. But so yeah, Penny was adopted by her aunt, and like I said, she seemed a little dazed. So after the um, front desk clerk or whatever it is for American Airlines, she's not um, a flight attendant or whatever, she comes back, and she's like, you know, you dropped your phone, and I'm like, oh my goodness, like I, like I really, like I said, I didn't want to give her another drink, but I gave her one. So I, so then... Like, she was just, like, I told you she looked either really super dazed or she was, like, disassociating. And I've disassociated before. But when I looked like that, I'm pretty sure that's how I looked during postpartum. Like, well, postpartum depression. Like, right at the peak of it. And I'm not sure maybe if that was she was going through. Because this baby was being a toddler. But for, like, us as a parent, we'd... I would evaluate my child as being bad. Like, they weren't being purposely bad. They're curious they want to do different things they're in a new area they don't want to be sat down they're about to be sitting down for a plane for a long time so I was like you know what just let the baby do whatever she wanted or he wanted it was a he my bad so I was like you know what whatever it doesn't matter so then I give her the other drink and I see the baby playing with like a prescription bottle but that's me kind of profiling it could be a lot of things you know what I mean it could be like I don't know it could be a lot of different things could be antidepressants could be whatever but she did look a little zoned off his police officer came into her because the baby was getting into the fountain and he was basically like get your kid so she like seemed like freaked out like well what the fuck am I supposed to do so that's when I step in I'm like hey I saw I it's called guided access on iPhones and it's also I believe it's called that on Galaxy also because Sylvia has a Galaxy tablet where you can lock the screen where you can play a video and they cannot touch any buttons so I learned how to do that on both the Galaxy and the iPhone so I did that with my phone, and I was like, hey, Penny, here's Coco Melon, and I put it on for Penny, and the mom looked up at me like, I was literally an angel, she was like, oh my gosh, thank you, you're literally the sweetest person in the entire world, and I almost wanted to cry, I was like, it's okay, I was like, I wish I had a lollipop right now, so, you know, the lollipops, that, that gives us a good, like, five, ten minutes, so Penny probably was invested for maybe a good about 15 minutes, and then uh, Penny got back up started playing around and I was like okay it's time to get back up I was like oh Penny you didn't are you done and she's like he was like yeah so then we're playing whatever like I go get like a pencil and we're like coloring on a paper and she's like packing up all her stuff because Penny had she had her carry-on uh her personal item and then Penny's carry-on and Penny threw it everywhere literally was just like a tornado everywhere and so I put her, put Penny in the stroller that they had, and we're just, like, playing around, zooming, and I was like, hey, we're gonna let mom pack up, and then we're gonna go, and then she started crying, and she was like, you're literally the sweetest person ever, she handed me $20, so she tipped me 10 cash first, with the first drink, and then the other drink, she tipped me 10 on their seat, and she gave me 20, and I was like, no, I completely understand, so, I don't know, when I finished that story, and I told Juan the story, he was like, that's, like, how you were, he was kind of being a smart ass, though. He was like, that's how you were when you had the kids or when you had Sylvia. Like, you just, look zoned off, like, in your face. And 
maybe she was going through that, you guys. You know, I'm not saying that the buzz didn't affect her, but she was traveling alone with a newly fresh toddler. It's six months, you know. She just jumped into toddlerhood, and I can only imagine how insane that will be instead of the gradual effect. So that was that was totally different, and um, I don't know. Honestly, you really could relate that to a sense of postpartum. You know, postpartum can go up to a year, and maybe she was experienced that because she was all like, do you feel like your kid likes you? I'm like, yeah, you know, my children... I do feel like they love me. And she was like, I just feel like he doesn't sometimes. And I just, that kind of hit a little deep. And, you know, not more that I talk about it, the more I'm like, you know, that she probably was going through that, you know, and she needs, she needs help. She's so new to this. And so, you know, I just, I pray for her and I think about her and I really do want to find her again. And maybe I will make a TikTok like that to know if they get back safe. They're from North Dakota. Maybe I will. That would be like the tea, right? <laughs> if I did that. I don't know. I just, I pray that she's okay. And yeah. And I hope Penny's okay. I should have remembered her name. I feel really, really bad. I, 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 re- I know. And then I'm going to feel like all bummed and like the rush of dopamine is going to be gone <laughs> if I do post anything like that on TikTok. But yeah, you guys, it was just a catch up episode. I didn't put the laundry away. I put it in a single basket, <laughs> like in different categories. So, hey, you know, we went somewhere, but I'm still rotating laundry between the washer and the dryer. And yeah, just living the mom life. Um, I have a couple ideas for the next episode. I'm, I might do it tomorrow, you know, I might dedicate some time tomorrow, like I said, is my first mom day, um, I'm, I've stuck to my New Year's resolution of no shopping, I did do a tad bit of shopping at Old Navy, I spent 40 there, and I went to Bed Bath & Beyond, ours is closing, so everything was 20 to 40% off, and I spent 13 there, um, what else did I spend money on, um, Oh, today at H-E-B, I was grabbed some, like, cute little paper sack bags for the kids' Valentine's Day parties at the daycare. I spent, like, $5 there, and then I spent another, I think, $7 at Dollar General. But so far, you know, we are how many days in? 12 days in, and that's all I've spent so far. I really, really want to go to Target, but I don't think I will. I'm just probably going to do some housework. Either that or I can just do housework on Saturday. I do not know. Or take a nap. Should I take a nap, guys? Will that be good? But anyways, um, so I don't really know what I'm going to talk about in my next serious episode. Do you guys feel like, I have another friend who does a podcast, but hers is more kind of like just being single and dating. I'm not sure if that's really my vibe anymore. I do have lots to say about that, but I'm sure most people who are on here are kind of just thinking about like... I don't know. If I mean the hashtags that I use. Oh, speaking of that, you guys like trying to like be active on my podcast Instagram is so hard, and I know that's the only way like I'm gonna get traction. But it's so hard. I cannot like dedicate time into talking to strangers and things like that. I guess networking, if you will. But I'm gonna try. I'm gonna continue to try, and I'm gonna figure it out. Everything's gonna come like a gradual effect, and that's how I think it's gonna go. But yeah, thanks so much, guys, for every listen and every feedback. Please give me feedback. 
please let me know about any motherhood topics you want to talk about. Please let me know about, hey, what moms should do on their free time alone. Please, I don't know, maybe we'll talk about sending your kids to the daycare. Maybe we'll talk about things like that. Maybe we'll talk about working moms and not working moms, single moms. I might bring somebody on the podcast. I don't know. I think the host app that I use to upload it lets me have some options on that, but we'll see. I kind of want to let things kind of grow, me talk for myself, and then once I actually have that growth, maybe I'll bring somebody on, or maybe I might bring somebody on to, you know, bring some traction so they can kind of, like, so we can just, like, talk. I have a bunch of friends, not, like, a bunch of friends, but I have a bunch of people who have gone through different things in life as mothers, and I'm sure it'd be awesome to, like, relate to different things, but, yeah, life has been just, just life and <laughs> I'm really excited to go to George Strait, you guys, in March. That's like my favorite country artist or my favorite artist in the whole entire world. And it's like my mom getaway. Like ever since Sylvia was born, I went to Arizona to go see Joe and then I went to San Diego to go see Gabe last year and this year I'm gonna go by myself to go to the Houston Rodeo and I'm just so excited. Honestly, guys, maybe like three days max, but that time for myself is just so nice. And it's like my yearly reset, you know, and I really do appreciate that. And I appreciate the time that Juan gives me. And yeah, that's all I got for you guys. I hope you guys did your laundry or at least rewashed it again so it doesn't smell like mildew. But yep, that's about it, guys. I'll talk to you guys next time. Good night.